Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. AFLW draft tonight, so really big night to finish out uh, another fantastic AFLW season. Sarah Black from AFL.com.au, the preeminent AFLW writer of our times uh, and always so generous with her time for me. Sarah, hello. Hi, Sam. How are you going? Uh, Very well, thanks. Um, This draft tonight, um, Western Bulldogs are probably the story of it. Picks 1, 4, 6 and 11 after the wooden spoon. They let go of Nathan Burke. How important is this draft for them after some down years? Yeah, it's super crucial, the doggies. Um, You know, they also had a big turnover during the trade period. Um, They've lost some experienced key position players at either end of the field. Yeah. Celine Moody and Gabby Newton moving out of that forward line. Um, Katie Lynch off to the doggies as well. And and Kirsty Lamb, of course, coming out of that midfield. So this is the start of the next era for the dogs. Um, You know, they're, they're starting from ground zero in a way. Um, and it's this is key, this draft. Um, as you said, four picks within 11, the first 11. Um, they'd want to nail this one. Who are we expecting to, to go number one? Number one, all the chat's been around Christy Lee Weston-Turner, who luckily for the doggies is a local girl. She's a Western Jets product. Um, she's played some of her junior footy at Spotswood with, uh, where Chris Grant is heavily involved and then he's daughter Izzy as well came through that pathway um so she's a tall forward um who I sort of best describe her as a tall forward who plays like a small so she's quick she's agile she's really clean at ground level but she's 178 centimeters which is key forward height for AFLW so um yeah the the docs have got a a really athletic prospect there and, and considering the holes that I mentioned earlier um super important for them that they pick up a key position player at the top end of the draft. And reading your article today, afl.com.au, when you previewed this draft, the fact that she hasn't played a whole lot of footy this year with that broken wrist, but is still considered to be the number one prospect probably shows how good she actually is. And just from a personal point, I love a hyphenated name and she's got a double hyphen. So that's fantastic from mine um, as someone who gets to commentate the game. But that would be a really good indication of her talent that she hasn't played, but still looking to go number one. Yeah, she broke that wrist at school, unfortunately, just mucking around playing some school footy. So that's less than ideal. Missed about three months of footy. She came back late and, and got a game in with Metro, which is uh, important for her confidence as well, that, that she knows that she's able to get back and play some footy. Um, some of it's also the, the circumstances of this draft. So we've already had eight of the best players be taken out of the draft pool through expansion pre academy signings. So you might have heard the name Lauren Young being thrown around the last couple of years. She's already off to Port Adelaide. So this is sort of the next group coming down, which Christy Lee is is top of that next group um, and a talented player nonetheless. 
So you're saying there's about eight players through the academies and for the expansion clubs who get first access uh, to those, which is important as they develop. And great to see some of those expansion teams actually playing finals um, this season. So it's tracking all in the right direction. Um, the, the greatest aspect to our game is father-son, father-daughter. Down the track we'll have mother-son, mother-daughter. Any father-daughters to keep an eye on this year? Yeah, so there's four nominated ones in the draft and then there may be a few girls who haven't been nominated uh, by the clubs but, but whose dads have played AFLW. So uh, starting off, we've got Gemma Ragoni, um, who looks set to head to Melbourne. Her dad, Guy, obviously played there um, in the... the 2000. Mm. Um, Charlotte Simpson, um, her brother Sam, has been playing at Geelong, but she looks like she's headed off to St Kilda. Her dad's eligible for both clubs. Um, so we've got Meg Robertson, whose um, dad Ben played a handful of games for Carlton, but that's all you need to do for AFLW. Um, she's a really lively inside midfielder. And then Geelong have managed to scoop up Bridie O'Rourke, whose dad Ray played two games for the Cats back in 1969. So uh, they've had one fall in their laps there and they're pretty happy about it too. Um, just explain how the nomination process works, Sarah. There's a, an article today uh, in the Herald Sun uh, by Sam Landsberg who's spoken to list managers, recruiters about how to fix the, 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 the nomination, the tiers, the drafting, um, the player movement and everything like that. For those who are reading that, how does that nomination process work? Yeah, so it's newly introduced this year in terms of um, Academy nominations, it's the first time they've had it. Um, this year's draft is a combined national and state draft. So girls have been able to nominate for the national pool or for their own state, and about 70% have gone for the nationals. Um, then clubs, the Northern Academies, Brisbane, Gold Coast, GWS and Sydney, have put forward some names saying these are our academy girls we want to hang on to. Um, and other clubs can bid on them if those girls are nominated for the national pool. So it's a little bit complicated. And, you know, if, if one of those northern clubs wants to match the bid, uh, so the bid comes with the fourth pick of the first round, they have to match it by the fourth pick of the second round. So there's no points allocated to the draft picks like there is in the men's. Um, so that's the compromise they've come up with. We'll, we'll see how it goes. It's the first time we've had it this year. Can I ask about one player in particular? I'm going to show him a Bendigo bias here, but there is an excitement machine coming out of Bendigo, Lila Keck, who I'm old enough, I actually played some footy with her dad and her uncle, who were legends of uh, Bendigo footy for South Bendigo, um, Mark and Robin Keck. Tell us about Lila. There's a chainsaw goal celebration. I mean, an out-and-out out live wire. Yes, Lila is fun. That's the first word that comes to mind. When it, you think about Lila, she played a lot of midfield time up there in Bendigo, but um, I think quite wisely has is, is identified the fact that she's more likely to be a small forward at AFLW level. So that's sort of been a learning for her over the last 18 months, is, is developing that goal sense. She's really natural, um, just a natural player, full stop. But but she's got a great snap of her. She's captain of Bendigo, so there's leadership quality there. And she's just full of life. She loves the celebration. First time I interviewed her, she pulled out the, the Dursa bow and arrow, just almost unprompted. So, yeah, whoever ends up with Lila is going to have a lot of fun. Uh, and Tassie. Are there a couple of names from Tassie, given that 2028 is going to be the year? So some Tassie talent? Yeah, a couple of Tassie talents at the top end of the draft, which is really really crucial. So Brooke Barwick um, missed the entire year with an ACL but is still ranked so highly that she's likely to go uh, with the first handful of picks at the top of the draft, an inside midfielder. Um, and Georgia Clark, more so in that sort of 10 to 15 bracket, a, a nice strong team. So those girls are the AFLW Academy um, and a really strong chance to be first rounders this year, which is great for Tassie.
Uh, certainly is, and you've been great for us jumping on again. Sarah Black, AFL.com.au. The AFL W Draft is tonight, and you can follow it uh, all via the AFL app. Sarah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. No worries. Looking forward to the draft.